Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You are listening to the live breakfast show here. It is Wednesday the 20th of June. Such a lovely day. There's no rain at the moment. Sunshine in our studio here, here in Newcastle. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this and it is not Wednesday the 20th of June, it's because you are listening to the delayed broadcast. But don't stress, you can actually jump across to the live show very easily. Just go to our website, faithfm.com.au, press play on the live stream, or you can download the TuneIn app and you can press play uh, after you've searched for Faith FM Australia. Hmm, too easy. Now, Taryn. Yes. Did you ever hear about um, the War of the Worlds hoax? No. Okay. What's that? So the War of the World hoax, this was in 1938 mm-hmm. uh, and there was a radio broadcast. I do wonder if we could get away with this. Nah, I'm not, not, not even going to try. And, uh, and they did... Um, they did. A, they were reading out uh, Orson Welles' infamous um, War of the Worlds um, book, and they were reading out Halloween, and mm. um, and actually, do you know what people? It, it caused mass hysteria. Really, um, thousands of people across North America were panicking because they actually thought that the Earth was being attacked by Mars. Oh shame! Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, that sucks. You know, and if you just go online and Google radio hoaxes or radio April Fool's yeah. hoax, there's actually quite a few. Um, Armageddon style, oh. um, yeah, radio hoaxes that have done that have gone through and successfully, which is the crazy part. So, you know, it's <laughs> the reason I'm telling you this. Mm-hmm. You'll never guess why. Really? Is because we are studying <laughs> about the real Armageddon, um, as mentioned in the Bible. Like the Bible does talk about Armageddon, and we're going to talk about it today. And uh, the world is not ending currently, ladies and gentlemen. Don't freak well, out. We're not being that's attacked good. by Mars mm-hmm. as just quite yet, but we are going to look at what will be uh, happening um, sometime soon. Mm. Before we do that, yes. I've got the hiccups. I'm drinking this uh, tomato juice and it's giving me the hiccups. Um, before we do that, hit us with another clue okay. for our riddly little quiz this morning. Okie dokie. So, we have ha- the last one was the widow who lives for this is dead while she lives. And this clue, the next one, It. by the way, listener, this is a what am I clue, so... Mm. Don't think that it's a person or a thing. I mean, it is a thing, yes. So, the the next clue is a fool finds this in evil conduct. Ooh. A fool finds this, whatever this is, in evil conduct. So, there's something in evil conduct that a fool finds. Yes. Mm, okay. Very um interesting. Yeah, super riddly. Yeah, it is today. It's quite weird, but quite imp- I think it's good. If someone calls up, I will be impressed. Yeah. By the way, if you would like to... Uh, hear all the clues again or look at all the rest of the clues i have actually put all of them up on instagram now what <laughs> all of them even yeah. the last one no not the very very last okay, one good. we never do that one because it's too easy it's, to, too it's just easy. a multi-choice one yes yeah so i never put that one up um but you can jump on instagram faith fm live and check out our insta story yes where you will see um the quiz clue we read out a few but then i also have uh, written um, all of them. I just took a picture of the card. Oh, that's <laughs> easy. Anyway, Babylon is fallen and Armageddon. Yesterday, we were looking at uh, Babylon. Um, we looked at, you know, earlier this week, we looked at the wine of her wrath and how that's, you know, false doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we looked at uh, Babylon is fallen and how this is a, um, this is, you know, it's, it's being fulfilled. It has yet to have its perfect fulfillment, so to speak, um, in that, you know, um, Babylon needs to fall completely, so to speak. And we have a spiritual decision to make every single day, um, whether or not we want to be part of spiritual Jerusalem yeah. or spiritual Babylon. Yeah. Because just, you know, the Bible is constantly paying a picture of 
always uh, the good and the evil at war with each other. Mm. And whether or not, you know, it's um, depicted obviously as Jesus versus Satan or, you know, a lamb versus a goat or whatever it is, there's always two opposing uh, forces that we need to choose between. And um, and in this in this particular study, it's between um, Babylon and Jerusalem. Okay. So it's, they've used the imagery of two cities yes. to depict the two powers and how the two powers are going to act what will happen to your life if you throw your lot in with them, so to speak. And we've looked through the Bible extensively, especially in the book of Revelation, at the description of the book of, I mean, sorry, at the description of the city of Babylon, mm-hmm. you know, what it was that Babylon was when it was a literal ancient city, what it was, um, you know, what it will be as a future yep. force, as a future force, and how it is, and what it will do to us. And mm-hmm. we have so clearly saw that we do not want to be part no. of Babylon. Yeah. You know, under no circumstances, we want to be part of that Babylon. Um, the You know, Re- Revelation uh, refers to Babylon as a she, yeah. you know, personifies yeah. her, and, you know, she she and she's a harlot yeah. and she has this cup yeah. of her you know her deceptions and you know her tricks and her lies that she forces people forces upon people and so she's a horrible person she's a horrible city she's a horrible um a fate really to, to choose yeah and so we we have this choice before us and we do need to make it um between babylon and jerusalem you know which it is that you want between good and evil between jesus your savior and the devil who wants you dead mm. and um and, you know and we also saw that we can actually take pro- uh, comfort in the promise um that all the injustice and the iniquity and the sin and the evil that seems to go unpunished now will one day face final judgment retribution yeah, by god that's right you know we saw that what happens to babylon you know babylon's doing all this awful stuff it's persecuting it's it's um deceiving it's it's making it's cre- making creating havoc sorry mm. but then we do see that babylon falls yes babylon falls babylon is judged babylon is you know weighed in the balance and found wanting so to speak and um and, and this is good because, you know, oftentimes, and I know I've heard people uh, say this to me when they tell me stories of horrible things that have happened to them in their life. Mm. And, the, and they say, you know, this, this, this person did that to me mm. and nothing ever happened to them. And they've gone on to have like, you know, a fabulous, rich, yeah. healthy life. You yeah. know, they don't have any problems. And I've been left with this mess that they created and uh, it's not fair. And why would God let that happen? Yeah. But the thing is, God is not going to let that happen. He hasn't yeah. let that happen. He, he is bringing justice. He's bringing um, retribution. And, uh, and so we need to, I guess, in a, in a way, defer our craving for justice um, sometimes until Jesus comes. Mm. So um, yeah. the book of Revelation definitely depicts that God is a just God yeah. and that God will, um, you know, not let make all this. things right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This stuff doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. God is definitely noticing and he's taking it into account. Let's have a look. We've had a look at the Babylon has fallen part. Yes. Let's have a look at the Armageddon part. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. And by the way, if you would like to join in with our study, you are more than welcome to. We are doing a study that is done by 20 million other people across the world. Every three months, a study guide is published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church. This study guide can be purchased anywhere on the planet. It's only about $3 or something. Yeah. 
and uh, you can purchase it and uh, and you can follow along for those specific months. So we have the April, May, June 2018 edition. Um, so we're almost finished this study guide. Of course, do you know what? If you want more about what we've been talking about, you can actually um, search and get older study guides and you can still do them. They're still relevant mm. even though the time... They're really good actually. They're good yeah. resource to just keep they, around your house. They have a specific date so that everyone can do them together simultaneously but just because they have a date never means that they're dated. Yeah. Um, they The truth in them does stay relevant and I, I often do um, studies from old study guides that I find. Mm. So yeah, you can join in, you can get a copy. Uh, if you'd like a copy of the uh, study guide so you can read and follow along for yourself, just give us a call here at Faith FM. Our number is 1-800-324-843. It's really easy just to follow study guide. It's broken down into day-by-day sections. So it's it's like an A5 size booklet. So it's not huge. And each page is one day. Yeah, it just has a small amount to read and a couple of Bible verses and a good question. I love the questions that they ask. It really gets me thinking. Yes, exactly. And we need to be doing more of that. We need to be more doing more of our own thinking. Yeah, that's it. Um, You know that saying, if you're not thinking for yourself, it means someone's doing your thinking for you. Yeah, someone else is thinking Always a dangerous road to go down. Indeed. Okay, Armageddon. Okay, what do you know about Armageddon? Um, I don't know a lot, actually. Like, I just know that it's some, like, scary thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. Like, there's this battle and it's scary and everyone dies and something about that Armageddon has got to take place before the end of the world mm-hmm. yeah. or that the end of the world is Armageddon. See, like, I feel like all of these ideas are just floating around, but no, like, I haven't really heard other than studying the Bible for myself, a solid, yeah. like, this is what Armageddon is. Yeah, yeah, true story. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat. I know that before I became a Christian, I thought Armageddon was just something in the movies. Mm, because exactly. you know there is literally a movie called Armageddon and yeah. there's lots of like Armageddon-themed movies. And it's scary. Yeah, but is it real? We're going to find out. Stay tuned. You're listening to Faith FM. Positively different radio. So although most people, including many Christians, they don't actually know much about the book of Revelation, uh, one image or word from it has reached popular culture, that being Revelation. I mean, sorry, Armageddon. Yes. <laughs> one word. And one word. Wrong. <laughs> one word, Mon. Uh, yeah, one word and you stopped it up. <laughs> you had one word. Okay, let's turn our Bibles. I'm already flicking Revelation 16, yep. verse 16. Oh, you got it already? I've got it already. You're on the ball. Hit me with that. So, um, Revelation 16, verse 16 mm-hmm. says, And they gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew, Armageddon. Ooh, there it is. Yes. Okay, so this, this is, yeah, this is largely reached popular culture. So even in secular culture, the world has come um, to stand for a final struggle in which the fate of the earth hangs in a balance. Mm. Isn't that, isn't that, yeah. The, yeah. You know, and yeah. so, you know, like I said before, Hollywood produced a movie called Armageddon. Have you seen it? No. No. I was into the soundtrack back then, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. the soundtrack like? Is it scary? It's, it's an Aerosmith oh. song. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to sing because okay. I can't sing. That's fair. It's a ballad. <laughs> anyway, I was much when I was a kid, I was much more into music than movies. Uh-huh, radio. Yeah, but, you know, it's a story about there's a giant 
asteroid and it's poised to destroy the planet. And uh, and to some degree, the, the idea of the world's end is in the minds of secular people. Oh, as well. for sure. Like yeah. people, I mean, All like that's literally like what majority of the movies are about, right? Mm-hmm. Like good versus evil. The, world. the world's about to end, uh-huh. and the good guys come in and save the day. Yeah, all like, the world has. Ended. All the world yeah. does end, and aliens. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and many Christians are familiar with the Book of Revelation, and they believe in it. The um, in it to see the bab- the battle of sorry, I'm so mush mouth this morning. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, so lots, a lot of Christians that who are familiar with uh, Revelation, they believe in it, um, and they believe in the the Battle of Armageddon as a literal military conflict in the Middle East near the end of the world, which we talked mm. about. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Um, so there's that that the Valley or the Plain of um, Me- Megiddo. Megiddo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how people. Um, genuinely believe that there has to be um, some sort of war battle that yeah. takes place on that exact yeah. geographic location and that is the Battle of Armageddon and then the world can end and Jesus come back, mm. comes back. So it's actually quite a substantial amount of confusion which is not surprising because we are dealing with Babylon and we learnt about how one of the key points of Babylon was confusion, yeah, false doctrine, yeah. false truth, all these deceptions and so it's not surprising mm. That Armageddon is shroud in confusion. Yeah, that's what it. What does it actually mean? But I find it interesting that um, a lot of people interpret it literally. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at Revelation, like, I don't know many parts of Revelation that you can interpret literally. Yeah. Like, it's, it's true. all kind of... You know, it's symbolism in here, like that. Like it's a, it's a prophecy. It's a big book of prophecy, which we know that from prophecy, you you take the concepts and they, you know, relate to something else. It's all symbols. Yeah. So, um, for someone to interpret the Battle of Armageddon it's as literal. a literal military battle, like I just think that's a little bit of an interesting interpretation. Well, I mean, you have you have there's a there's a version of this where uh, there's a, t- a two million man army army sorry from Asia has to sweep across into northern Israel and uh, and then have this battle on the on the um on the on the field of Megiddo. Why do they wow, yeah. 200 million. Yeah, I, I don't know why they get the 200 million. Where do million they get from. that from? I, I'm not sure, but oh. this is, these are the confused yeah. beliefs that are coming from uh, not, you know, understanding the Bible correctly. Yeah. Um and the funny thing is the Bible actually gives a totally different picture. Mm. I mean, Scripture presents Armageddon as the ultimate climax for sure. Yes, definitely. Um, not between squabbling nations, like not between like, you know, Asia and Israel or whatever, um, uh, but between two sides, of, two sides of, I guess, what you could call the cosmic controversy. Yeah. So it's a religious struggle, not an economic or a political, you know, however much eco- – economic and political factors might come into play yeah it's it that's is a right it's a religious yeah. and like relating that back to the you know how we were talking about the movies always have like this good yeah. versus evil theme like they get that from somewhere and that's mm-hmm. what we find all throughout the bible like uh-huh. the bible has this ultimate good versus evil god versus satan like controversy that's going on and that's yep. playing out all through scripture mm-hmm. so we see that that coming into play in the battle of armageddon definitely um so, yeah, let's have a read of yes. more of the verses surrounding this because I want a better understanding yes. of what's going on Which here. is always a good thing to mm. do when you're studying the Bible. Don't just take one verse and read it and then attach your own thoughts and opinions. Yeah. You to read around you to understand the history and the context. Yeah. So let's have a look at Revelation 16. Let's read verses 12 to 16. 
Okie dokie. Um, you want me to read that one? Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Um, so Revelation chapter 16 verses 12 to 16 says, Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And they gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Mm. interesting so from these texts alone like what can we learn about armageddon because yeah this is exactly what you said before this kind of imagery why would you ever think that was literal yeah i agree like super symbolic frogs coming out of the mouth of the what was it the beast and the the dragon the the beast and the false false prophet prophet. Mm -hmm. like mm, yeah yes i mean the first thing we can know is just how symbolic the language is here yeah definitely so Uh, yeah, I think, firstly, it's symbolic here. Mm-hmm. There's no literal great Yeah. So, spirits, spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, the mouth of the beast, and the mouth of the false prophet um, refers to the powers of Revelation 13, mm-hmm. um, you know, which we learned about a few weeks ago, I think, um, being the evil power. And the false prophet here must be a reference to the land beast of Revelation 13, 11. We, maybe we should quickly read 13, 11 just to recap. Okay. Um, just in case someone's tuned in for the first time, welcome to the show. Yeah, that's um, thirteen eleven. I am turning my pages. Okay, it says, um, then I saw another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. Mm. So that's the beast. That's the beast of Revelation thirteen. So the great controversy um, in this cosmic conflict is is seen here too as the spirits of demons. Um, they go out to battle on the great day of the of God Almighty, uh, as we saw there in verse fourteen. And in whatever manner Armageddon will unfold, you know, we understand it's going to be a worldwide conflict between the forces of Christ and Satan. Mm. It's not a local battle in the area of Megiddo anymore. Um, then, is, you know, and just the same way like Babylon uh, in Revelation, you know, it's, it's not talking about uh, events in a corner of modern day Iraq. Yeah. You know, we understand that Babylon is, is going to be a user, universal thing, yeah. which is why we all need to make our decision. Um, because if we look at ancient Babylon, ancient Babylon was basically the world that had, you know, complete control of yeah. the known um, civil world. Yeah, that's it. So, so, sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, and I mean, like, obviously it's, I mean, I know we're reiterating the fact that it's symbolic, but like, mm. you know, like just like, Babylon wasn't is a symbol of something else it's not a literal city right now um God is using you know Armageddon this field that um the people back then would have known about would have understood Mm -hmm. to convey a greater message um that we can kind of tap into today Mm -hmm. being a battle of good and evil rather than just a battle between two literal nations of the time yeah absolutely let's I just want to read one more verse again um Revelation 16, verse 15. We're going to have a look at this uh, in just a minute. And we're going to have a look at something fascinating about Jesus and what he encourages to do. But we're going to have a quick song break first. Uh, this is Alison Krauss and the Cox family with I Know Who Holds Tomorrow. And this is an important song. While we're looking at Armageddon mm. and the theme of the end of the world, that we, we need to know who does actually hold tomorrow. And we'll take a closer look at that after this. 
I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from the sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. Touch the sky.
Good morning and welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You're listening to The Breakfast Show where we are doing our Encounter with God Bible study. You're here with Mon and Taryn and we are indeed digging deep, looking into the theme of Armageddon. Before we dig any deeper though, Mm -hmm. do we have another clue for our quiz? We do. Okay, this is a what am I quiz and it has been interesting this morning. So interesting. It has been like riddles today. Yeah, actually, can you take it from the top and read all of them? Yeah, no worries. They were really riddly. Okay, they were. So if you've just tuned in to our show, you will be interested to hear these clues. So these are like riddles this morning. And this is a what am I quiz. It's what am Mm -hmm. I. Solomon tested himself with this to find out what is good, but proved to be meaningless. Interesting. Number two, Proverbs 21, 17 tells us that the person who loves this will become poor. Number three, the widow who lives for this is dead while she lives. Number four, the, a fool finds this in evil conduct. And number five, the clue that we are on currently, Paul said in the last days, people would be lovers of this rather than lovers of God. What mm. is this? I'm going to say still for something that's not tangible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. a tangible thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good clue there, Mon. I, I think when people people hear what am I, they think of like an object. Yeah, exactly. But this is intangible. This is, yeah. Mm. And I think that's what has made the riddles so riddly yes. today. If you think you know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. You can text 491 Facebook is Faith FM Australia and Instagram is Faith FM Live. You can just DM. That's it. Armageddon, let's get back into it. So we did just notice, you know, uh, we were reading out uh, Revelation 16 verses 12 to 16. And you know, we, we first of all noticed just how symbolic this language is. You know, there's, there's mm. spirits, there's like frogs coming out of the mouths of dragons, the mouths of beasts and the mouths of the false prophet, um, which we learned was all referring back to the uh, Revelation 13 powers and um, – and uh, and the land beast of Revelation thirteen, and we we ha- we have here a great controversy, really. Yeah, yeah. We we have the spirits of demons that go out into battle in the great day of the Lord Almighty, which we read in Revelation sixteen verse fourteen. Um, and in in whatever manner Armageddon will unfold, we also learn it's going to be worldwide. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we saw. So it's not a local battle in no. the area of Megiddo, um, and it's not like you know happening in some little corner of the planet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think um, verse 15 was really interesting here. So, I'm going to go back and read verse 15 for us. And I think this is going to give us a little bit more of an insight into, um, you know, just the message that Jesus is trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Seeing as this is the revelation of Jesus Christ, this is the book that we're reading. Yeah. So, what is it trying to convey here? So, chapter um, 16, verse 15 says, Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. What is this talking about here, Mon? I mean, do you know what? This is, this is fascinating because in the midst of all this crazy stuff, right? In the midst of all these events, uh-huh. this sounds like Jesus is encouraging us. It does. Yeah. It sounds like he's encouraging us with the gospel message, uh, you know, both with the promise of his coming um, and, and, and this need, this need to be covered by his righteousness. Mm. Yeah. So this is this is very uh, hope-giving. I'm going to actually read it in my translation okay. as well. So 1615 says, Look, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are all who are watching for me, who keep their clothing ready so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. So see, it's blessing. It's, he's promising he's coming back. Mm. We don't exactly know um, – 
how you know, he, he does say he comes unexpectedly. Um, but he says that we are blessed if we watch and wait for him. Um, you know, and that we're ready. Yeah. This reminds me of a few other verses in scripture. Mm-hmm. So I want to turn to another verse in John chapter 10 and verse 10. Yep. And I think this is a good verse to go along with this too. Have you got that one, Mon? I'm going to give that one to you. Yep. Two more pages to turn. There we and go. I'll be there. We're flipping the pages so that you can just listen. Uh huh. Okay, John 10.10. 10. Yeah, John 10.10. 10. Says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. That's pretty cool. How do you think that that relates? It sounds like it, the thief. We've got this theme yeah. of the thief here. It sounds like what the two, like we were looking at Armageddon and it basically is two opposing forces. You have, you know, God's side and you have the devil's side. And uh, and it and it sounds like it's describing mm. what each of those teams want for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So like it's the gospel message, isn't it? Yes. You know, here right in the middle of Revelation, right in the, in the scary parts of like these, you know, um, demons or whatever frogs will come out of the mouth of the dragon and the beast and like these spirits of demons performing signs and then there's this battle in armageddon like all in the midst of all of this we have the gospel message behold i am coming Mm -hmm. you know and even though it's saying i'm coming as a thief you know i think this is really um you know, it, it gives us some insight into the fact that the Battle of Armageddon isn't just a literal battle at the end of time. It's yeah. a battle that's going on in our own yes. lives each and every day. Absolutely. Because Jesus coming as a thief means that we don't know when he's going to show up. Mm-hmm. It's going to like, I mean, you don't plan for a thief to break into your house, that's do not, you? Yeah, no, um, you don't. You know, so Jesus is going to come at a time when we don't expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know, the battle that's going on really is in our own lives over, you know, are we prepared for Jesus or not? Yeah, exactly. That's such a good point. Armageddon is something that, you know, we need to look at it as something that's happening in our lives every day. And every day we need to decide, you know, which side of this Armageddon battle do we want to be on? We need to choose now. Yeah. Um, You know, because it says, it said there in Revelation um, uh, 16, you know, 15, when, when Jesus encourages us to be ready for him, you know, this is how we get ready. We keep choosing him every day. You know, it's just like uh, any soldier who goes to war and every morning he gets up and he puts on the uniform of the team he's mm. on. Every every day we need to get up and put on, you know, the battle of the armor of God. When Sorry, the armor of God, not the battle of the armor of God. <laughs> the, armor the armor of God, of God yeah. yeah. Um, to distinguish, you know, what team we want to be on. We want to be on God's team. Yeah, that's it. And I think, like, as we continue to look at this verse, um, you know how it talks about... Um, Blessed is he who keeps watch and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the the f- fact that this garment theme is coming through, it reminds me of that verse in Revelation chapter 3. And I want to read it for you. Revelation chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. Um, and it's talking about the lukewarm church here. And it's talking about... Um, Yeah, well, I'm just going to read it for you. It says, So because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. So the the garments that Jesus is referring, well, that are being referred to that is 
the righteousness of Christ. Mm. You know, we see this theme throughout scripture about how, um, you know, it was at the very beginning in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned that they realized their nakedness and they felt shame. So sin causes shame, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so in order to um, be free from that shame of sin, we need to be clothed. And the the clothing that we need to be clothed in, um, well, we talk, it talks about in Isaiah about how um, our own righteousness is like filthy rags. So like we don't want to be covered in our own righteousness because that doesn't do away with yeah. the shame. Yeah. We need to be covered in the righteousness of Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. when he died for us, he provided that pure white garment of righteousness that covers us. Mm-hmm. And so we see the gospel message right here in mm. Revelation in the midst of the scariness of our we see that Jesus is here fighting for us and that we need to choose each and every day to be serving and following Jesus in our own lives because that's where the real battle happens in each of our choices every day to follow Jesus. So today, dear listener, I want to invite you to follow Jesus and to choose today to serve him. Last night I lay sleeping, there came a dream so fair. I stood in old Jerusalem beside the temple there. I heard the children singing, and ever as they sang, we the voice of angels from heaven and
changed, new earth there seemed to be. I saw the holy city beside the tideless sea. The light of God was on its streets, the gates were open wide. Do listeners sing along to that? Um, I don't think they wanted to we, hear us singing along to that one. Good and proper. <laughs> we, really did. we hope that you were singing along to that one yeah. wherever you're listening to that from too. <laughs> oh, thank goodness there's an off button on these microphones. I'll oh, tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the Faith of M Breakfast Show. We are up to our cue of the yes, day. Yes, and have I got a question for Hit you, Mon? With it. Go on. Okay, go on. Mon. The question that has come in is: What is prayer, and why is it important? That's a nice question. I like it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I guess that came from um, someone who maybe has never prayed before. Yeah. Um, so prayer actually is, is a very basic definition of prayer is just talking to God. Yeah. Um, you know, prayer is it's not a it's not a meditation or a passive um, you know reflection or anything. It's actually like direct address to God. So the way I'm talking to you now, yeah, um, it's that kind of style of communication to God. Um, and people might get a little bit fancy about this. It's a communication of the human soul with the Lord who created the soul, which is also true. Yeah, it is true. Um, prayer is it's, it's a primary way for the believer in Jesus Christ to communicate his emotions, desires, mm-hmm. what's going on in your life um, with God, and, and you know, and, and have fellowship with God. Yeah. 
So prayer can actually take many forms. It can be audible. It can be silent. It can be private. It can be public. It can be formal. It can be informal. Um, if you read about the, the demoniacs in, uh, in Gardarines, you know, mm-hmm. where Jesus uh, cast out the demons yeah. um, out of them, you know, if you read about it, he, it says these, these, these two men, they were so uh, possessed by demons, mm-hmm. they could no longer speak what they wanted to speak. But wow. Jesus recognized in them their souls longing to be free. Oh. They weren't even able to communicate yeah. it themselves with words, but there was a longing in their heart for Jesus. So sometimes, and, and Jesus recognized that, and he said, you know, on, I recognize that you want me and you don't want to be possessed. And then he, he cast the demons out. So sometimes even like we can't even utter it. We don't, need, we don't even mm. find the words. We just need to be, you know, in God's presence and just just yeah. be there. And um, you know, we can pray out loud. We can pray silently in our minds. We can pray, you know, publicly. We pray very publicly on the, on the yeah. radio sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you just privately in your closet, you know, kneeling yeah. next to your bed. It can be very formal prayer in church and it can be very informal. It can be very desperate. Um, you know, I, a few years ago, I was in the throes of having a car accident and my car was spinning on a highway. What? And all I could do was yell out, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me. Wow. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with those kind of super yeah. informal, desperate prayers. For sure. Um, uh, so all prayer must be offered in faith, though, and it must be in the name of the Lord Jesus and in mm. the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, there are all different – the Bible is just littered with verses about prayer. Yeah. It's a wonderful and actually quite exhaustively long Bible study to do a study on prayer if you look at all the verses. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing you learn when you study out prayer in the Bible is how encouraging it is and how much the Lord encourages you to pray. He wants to hear – Prayer is not so much you telling God stuff he doesn't already mm-hmm. know. It's it's giving you an opportunity to have a communication. One of the most famous verses about prayer is to pray without ceasing. And people are like, how can I pray without ceasing? Yeah. Like, I'd have no time to eat or For sure. use a restroom or do anything else. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's just have, about having a constant open dialogue with God. Uh-huh. A, a bit like the same way you might text with your mum or with your bestie or someone. Yeah. You know, you're not constantly sending texts, um, you know, nonstop repetitively. Yeah. But throughout the day, you're constantly like, oh, here, ping, here, ping. And yeah. the conversation never stops. Yeah. So um, pray without ceasing for sure. Um, you know, look at the promises of God that encourage you to pray. Philippians 4, 6 and 11, um, you know, worry about nothing but pray um, for everything, you know, bring bring your petitions to God. God wants to hear your petitions. Um, claim promises when you pray. It's a wonderful prayer. Is forgiveness or the lack of forgiveness eating away at you? A relationship breakdown maybe, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. You know, it can be dealt with. If you want to break the cycle and start living a more forgiving life, Forgive to Live is a program designed to help us all improve our lives and be more forgiving. Don't let it eat away at you anymore. If you're keen to discover the power of forgiveness, why don't you take that first step and head to forgivetolive.org.au. In 
Back to Faith FM. We're at the end of our breakfast show here with Mon and Taryn. And guess what we're doing? You'll never guess. We're giving away a prize. Free stuff. Free stuff. <laughs> oh, have we gotten to the end of our quiz? Is that all the clues Yeah, gone? that's all yeah. the clues. All the clues gone. Yeah. That was actually quite a hard one, people. It's still pending. Yeah. Check out our Insta story anytime today for the next 24 hours. You can still see all the clues and maybe have a little hunt around the Bible to see if you can figure out what it was. There are a few Bible verses in there so that they can no, turn to the Bible. Yep. They call their yeah. pastor and be like, hey, pastor, what's the answer? You're the pastor. You should know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But today's free giveaway, which you don't need to answer any questions for is a wonderful book called I Want More by Gary Kent. Mm. Incredible book. On the back it says, do you want more wisdom and direction in life? Yes, I do. Amen. (laughs) Something deep within us longs to know God more and the essence of the Bible and Christianity is simply that, knowing God. Maybe you have already tried reading the Bible and praying, yet failed to establish a good connection with God. Your life is highly valuable in God's eyes, and He wants your life to be filled with good things. So discover the keys to unlocking this potential. In this book, you will discover how you can know God intimately and live a life of purpose. That wonderful, beautiful, amazing. Book. Yeah, and the guy who wrote this, uh, Pastor Gary Kent, he's mm-hmm. actually um, he's actually quite well known throughout Australia and New Zealand. He's the host of um, uh, many television programs. Uh, it is written in Oceania. Um, you know, they play on like Hope Channel and and also yeah, three isn't ABN. it the Incredible Journey? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's done a few. Um, he has a long career, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar with mm. him. If you would like a copy of this book, it is totally free. Just be the first person to call us now. Zero four nine. Sorry. 1-800-324-843 or you can text 491 Text us your address. We'll send it to you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's we been a great co- show. It has been. I've yeah. really enjoyed it. We'll of course be back tomorrow morning after the 7 o'clock news.